brings us into the red leaf retrocast game of the year edition for the year of 2020 your host jd joined with k late addition to the modern cast and i guess half year of the wrestling and mother you are here for the game of the year sure thing hooray happy to Huzzah. be here Huzzah. Happy do, you rec- New year. do you recognize the Merry intro Christmas. song well, yes. Merry Christmas, of course. Happy Merry New Christmas. <laughs> and um, no, what was the song for? Do you remember the game The Last of Us 2 from the summer that you didn't like? Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> that was that. I mean, the music's great. No, the music was good from the game. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the music was great. Narrative design, you know, narrative direction. It won an award for that, by the way. <laughs> it took freaking forever to make. Is what? that the one? Yes, it is that. That is that is the one. <laughs> the one. The one with the terrible story. Yeah, we're we're just one we're just, direction. We're just chilling on the couch. We got the group together. We heard uh, we got uh, so the way this went was over the course of 2020, we put tier listings on all the games that we had played and reviewed on the podcast over the course of the year. You were part of half these games actually, Mom. Excellent. I got to watch them. Yes. In action. Yes, you did. I did. Yes. So. We gonna talk about my favorites along with your favorites, I, Kay's favorites. Yes, absolutely. But the trick is at the end of at the. Uh, Do I win something at the end? I mean, you can win getting beer later. That works. Well, we have to do that. We want. I I bought two lottery tickets <laughs> and we won eighty bucks. Ooh, that's eighty bucks worth of beer. No, she, Lola. Yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> one way to put it. So yeah, as we, as we just kind of do a little introduction, build on that. our supply back up. Absolutely, <laughs> going on a trip. So yes, uh, as we as we just kind of go through the games that kind of uh, stuck out to us over the year, we'll go through our top ten games of the year based on our tier rankings. We'll come to a adult decision on what was the what were the best games of the year well, I, I think adult we can decision de- hold on there we can come to a decision that necessarily has to be an adult we can just come to a decision i mean i could bitch and scream about it i mean <laughs> k's already been bitching to me he's like oh i've only played like five of these games i have in my defense i only played about five of those games one of which i didn't like well oh, wait a minute i uh, to my defense i played none no but you let's played all of them <laughs> I didn't even get to do that. I'm such a late addition. I only played five of these games. Yeah, well, you should have. You should have done your due diligence. So, oh. but I will say the game of the year awards did happen, and uh, it had some controversy. Really? Oh, boy, yes. did it! Boy, did it! 
uh, cutting straight to the chase, as it wouldn't be a podcast without the cat on the mic table. Hello, Kitty. So the one I the one I hated probably was number one, the best or some shit like that. Oh, Last of Us <laughs> Part Two. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that actually yeah. won. That actually yeah. won the big award. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured as much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. It's a, it, it's it was such a joke that Twitter was trending, but that game was winning the game of the year trending. Everyone was pretending like it didn't happen, and a different game won. Oh, okay. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima was what everyone's like. Oh, it's great. Ghost of Tsushima won game of the year. Nobody wanted to acknowledge it because nobody liked that game enough to want to think it's game of the year. Yeah, it also it, won, it, it also game. won best narrative. The thing that, that fans was the co- one that I liked in the black and white and no 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 oh that wasn't that one. No, Ghost of Tsushima was yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah the one you liked the one <laughs> I liked the one, the one you liked what a lot of people liked that's why everyone pretended like one game of the year everyone ignored the fact that Last of Us Two actually won it. Oh uh, wow! It was actually trending. Oh it was God. trending on Twitter. I'm shocked. It was trending on Twitter. Wow, I'm it's shocked. That I'm sh- I'm really shocked because. You know the graphics of that game and just the story and everything that was a very um it really drew you in the other one well there's You're a not big alone uh, in that opinion it's a big to do about the fact that the votes are split 50 50 between fans and critics and critics were well slobbering all over the game would be putting it lightly um which so is, that's why you, one. You know what, and and that that goes along with you know when when you have critics of movies, and um, you know Rotten Tomatoes or whatever whatever out there, you know it ends up being more of uh, word of mouth, and people people are talking about it, uh, and you know so your movies the movies that really make make it big are the ones that the people are talking about and not listening to the critics. And again, you know, there's your case in point with the one that I think should have definitely gotten game of the year. Oh, I agree. Definitely. And unfortunately, you know, uh, critics are, are just that they're, they're not the people speaking, obviously it's their opinion against what the majority agree on. And that was that Last of Us definitely wasn't on the people's minds. Uh, no, it should say something that the fan voted. One, the one that was strictly fan voted for the fan choice game. So it was Tsushima won by quite a large margin. Yeah, yeah. should tell you that, that that's what the fans wanted. Yeah. But because the fan vote is split between a bunch of other popular games, Final Fantasy VII Remake probably got a good chunk of votes, so to go Tsushima. So the fact that all the critics, probably all of them voted for last of us part two that even like with one percent of the fan vote was for last of us part two it would have won because of that and that's what people broke down is that's probably why it won which is very strange considering i mean it's not strange per se but it's it's strange when when considering the fact that a game with such a split behind it that only the top end critics that have that fifty percent vote are with it. I mean, it it does create some of those conspiracy theories and everything that that uh, you can easily get behind. Right. That's the one. The one I'm telling you right now is the one more the most believable one because of how the votes are set out. Right. Because if there's, you just look at the critical score, contrary of it. So right. Just um, look at the critic does, score and yes, everything too. So how does how does the um how do how do you win uh Best game of the year. Well, it's a 50 50 vote. 
50% critic, 50% fan. Then they combine the t into into a total. Oh, vote. there's no actual category of you know the graphics were great, the storyline was great, the. Well, okay, so here, here it's funny <laughs> you, you know? mentioned it's funny you mentioned that because the categories that The Last of Us Part Two would have been in like best action game mm -hmm. didn't win. Hades won, which was another game that was highly touted on by fans. Hmm. A game I best very music, highly spoke of. And so remake one best music, right? As well, and that was goes to she, and it was also in there as well, and it didn't win that one. Right, right. Uh, best art, I believe, goes to Tsushima won this. So a lot of these games that won subcategories, uh, that Last of Us Two was also in, didn't seem to even come close to winning any of those. But when it came to Game of the Year, all of a sudden it was top of the list. Uh, the most controversial one was uh, obviously uh, best narrative. Which was the most critiqued part about The Last of Us Part Two? <laughs> right, the second half of that game apparently was, uh, from what I've seen and heard, was uh, an absolute clusterfuck. It was not a good game at all. And I can tell you that right now, playing as a character that killed a character that you like in the beginning of the game is not a good decision for a narrative game. <laughs> right. It's like oh, it's like if I played. It's you like, killed it's like one of my favorite characters. You killed one of my favorite characters oh, yeah, in this yeah, show yeah, I've been right. watching. <laughs> now I'm gonna make you watch this thing for the next half to make you uh, proceed to have sympathy for them. No, that's not how. That's not how story structure works. It is no, so. Especially it, if you it, really it like this character. Level. <laughs> it, it's such a bad decision. It's like. It's like saying, "Hey, uh, before before you know, before Darth Vader became a cool thing, you know, hey, Darth Vader kills Obi Wan. Now you're just gonna see the story through Darth Vader's eyes. Well, screw <laughs> you. I mean, I like Obi Wan. Screw you. Why would I want to play Darth Vader? I mean, this is right. obviously right. Darth Vader. But it's like it's that same thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. why would I want to play the person that killed the character I like? Right. What's wrong with you? Right. So, well, how did it make you feel, Kay? <laughs> <laughs> So let's. Well, uh, thankfully, I wasn't as invested as some people. I just think it's still stupid that it won an award, and that's a dumb game to say. That's a dumb direction to take the story. Nobody yeah. looked at that story and was like, "Yeah, that sounds like a great story." Because if you did, you're lying to yourself. So, without going further into it and making this podcast three hours long, like uh, we we tend to try to do all the time. <laughs> Uh, no, let's... we don't even have to try. It oh, just happens. Yeah, it does. Just, just yeah, happen. it just happens. Yeah, that's all right. So we have a total... So the way we went this was... I'll just reiterate one more time. Do that. <laughs> For every game we've reviewed and discussed, each month over the course of 2020, we've given a tier ranking. Okay. Each host that has been on the podcast, review it. And uh, much like the Retro Gaming Podcast, we take the... the um, uh, uh, combined tier into an average. So if all three people rank a game A tier, the game will be an A tier, mm -hmm. right? Two people go A and one goes B. It's still going to be A. We'll just round up. Yep. You get the idea. So we've come up with 13 games between S and A tier ranking. So those are our games we're going to uh, break down and discuss what are the top 10 games of 2020 that we've done on the podcast. And mom, you would be surprised, but nine out of those 13 you have seen. Well, I'll be darned. Yes. How about that? 
Last of Us Part Two did not make that list, so <laughs> and it shouldn't. It shouldn't make any of these lists. <laughs> uh, Neo Two was a game you watched that didn't make the list, um, and I believe uh, Spelunky Two was also on that list, <gasps> which is a game you really liked. Uh-huh. That was one you really liked on the year that you ended up playing the uh, the first one for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't do very well, but, you know. Yeah, you managed. I managed. You learned. You tried. <laughs> and we do... I conquered. <laughs> you did eventually conquer the tutorial. I can confirm. Oh, no, the tutorial level. The most hardest of levels. <laughs> it is for some gamers out there. <laughs> okay, if you haven't seen our Death Stranding playthrough where Mom picks up the controller for Death Stranding, it is oh, no. the best. <laughs> What? Oh no! Do you not game... remember this, Mom? It is on the Redley Protocast YouTube page where you and I played Death Stranding when that came out. I handed you the controller. We watched through all the cutscenes, saw all the story. You picked up the controller and you immediately ran off the cliff and died. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> it was the best. It was preceded by, "Where do I go and what do I do?" And I go look around. And you go, "Oh, there's a city. I will go to the city." And then you run off the cliff and die. <laughs> That's no, but wait, I remember that because somehow I made it. You did eventually did. make it to the city. I did make it, and you have no idea how I made it, but I did make it. No, what happened was we played to the part where you get to the incinerator, which all the ghost creatures attack you, and instead of running away like a normal person would do with a brain. Excuse me. Yes, you heard now, me. Now you've gone too far. No, you proceeded to go up a mountain until you got to the top, and you kept jumping, and the game broke, and you and you got past it. <laughs> That's actually pretty genius. I'm not gonna lie. I for hey. one would have not have thought of that. <laughs> We've had some good moments on this podcast. That is among the best. I, I feel like I gotta defend your mom on that one. That's a pretty genius out of the box way of getting rid of those ghosts. If I, I keep just going up, like surely the ghosts can't it's, go up with exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> surely they can't. I mean, they can't climb. They're ghosts. They can't. Ghosts don't, can't, ghosts can't I climb. got away. A black squid whale can't possibly go up this mountain like I can. I got away. <laughs> I mean, of course, obviously it didn't. So, you know, ghosts don't well, climb. Well, she ended up being right, and I was proved wrong. So, yeah, who am I? But it was great. It was one of the great moments yeah, the in, in, uh, the in gaming. Part, the best parts of being a, a non-gamer. Of course. I find my own way around. You do. That is undeniable. You did beat me and Kay earlier this year at a game of Billion Road. I will not forget such transgressions. You did not just beat us. You killed us. That's right. <laughs> Especially me. I was That's thoroughly right. fucked with the other And through. I didn't even know what I was doing. That's See? right. And that's that's the best way to go. Well, you did learn what you were doing, and then it just so happened to be the right decisions uh, over and absolutely. over again. <laughs> and I won. How do you like I get the that? feeling I shouldn't I play your mom in any fighting games. <laughs> I get right. the feeling your mom will probably beat me at any fighting game we play. That was fun. Just because I wouldn't be able to predict it. That was fun. She is very unpredictable. It is I undeniable. Unpredictable. So... The overall, the overall tiers in our 13 games, these are in no orders, but I will say which were S tier and which were A tier. So how this works, and based on the rules, uh, just from podcast rules to make it interesting and different. There's rules? Yes. So the S tiers, 
will be ranked one through according to how many S tiers, but a remake game cannot be ranked above the top five. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Because the game is our, because our, uh, K, you are unfamiliar, but those are, that listened last year and, and so on, we believe uh, that a remade game isn't under the same well, it's critique. Not new. Right. It's not a new it's game, new. technically. Yeah. There is the argument to be made that so much generations have passed and technology has re- uh, yeah, re- has remade this yeah. game into a new one Fair enough. but the key word there is still remade the game already existed the concept right. already existed yeah. in full they just made it to today's yeah. standards i can i can understand that being especially because it's not going to be held to the same criticisms of a brand new game it's going to exactly. be held to a different criticism a fourth remake is like a very different story well, last year there was a number of games that qualified under that. A lot, in fact. This year there's only two. So, if it seems like we're ranking, let's say it now, Final Fantasy VII Remake low, that is the reason. And it's not because we didn't like the game or didn't think any less of it. It's just held to a different critique. Sure. So that's where it stands. So I'll go over the S-tier games that, as a combined effort, we have come to. That includes you, Mom, Kay, myself, Jay, and a number of a uh, number of other hosts that have contributed. Okay, no particular order. Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, and Hades. Now we had to upgrade an A tier game in order to. Uh, make up the ground that Final Fantasy VII covers, okay, due to our rule. And we've come to the conclusion that 13 Sentinels is going to be that game. You did not play right. that game, Mom. I have played a lot of that game. And I have the game as well, so we have a combined effort of understanding that that will be the game uh, that will be upgraded. So that was the first A-tier game to, to get uh, above... Let's say it now, Final Fantasy VII Remake. The A-tier games are Dreams, Desperados 3, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, the Yakuza Remastered Collection, which consisted of three remade games, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Streets of Rage 4, Pistol Whip on the PlayStation VR, Fall Guys, and Ultra Kill. So those are our games up for Game of the Year. Okay, I'll let you speak first. Are there any games that you would like to uh, make your piece on what deserves at least an honorable mention uh, that you would like to just briefly go over? Um, I will mention the Persona 5 Royale. Um, it's technically, it, it's also a remake, essentially. It's just an additional version, kind of like Persona 4 Golden, um, if you're familiar sure. with that. Um, what it added, and in terms of quality of life and story stuff, to the overall package made the game better. More already, like, really good game. Probably one of my favorite games of all time. Made it better, which is a very big feat in of itself. 
that's a game that I understand not being on any of these lists, as I probably wouldn't put it on the list either, because it's literally a game that came out last year. It's just it has additional content added onto it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of additional content, a lot of quality of life stuff done, but it's additional content nonetheless. It's like more or less the same game. And that's the only one? Um, I mean, I guess a little bit of a controversial thing, but I like the Resident Evil 3 remake. I also, didn't like the, I also didn't like the original Resident Evil 3 all that when I was a kid. So the remake to me was a little bit better of a blending of the horror and action. And Jill was a better character in this than she is in the original game. A lot more badass and sassy. Mother, mm. do you have any thoughts? Would mm-hmm. you like to make some Spelunky thoughts? Because mm. you were the one that had that as an S-tier game for you. But a lot of us had that at a B ranking or lower. Well, you're you're not in my head though either. <laughs> well, no, that's why I'm asking you now. Yeah, I like Spelunky. <laughs> I liked it because I, but I like those kind of games. You like the more old school retro style, yeah, I think which so. is totally fair. Which I is why so. I think you would have liked Hades so much. So did you have me? Was I supposed to watch that? Uh, yeah, but you forgot. Oh, was it's it that fine. One from last week. No, no, no. That was Cyberpunk, which uh, turned out to be a disaster. I still like the game, but it is a freaking clusterfuck. It is terrible. It's a a lot of bad things that happened with that game. (laughs) A lot of bad decisions were made. It's kind of like a Matrix world-esque, where everyone's like half-robot kind of situation. Uh Maybe computer-oriented. The game came out basically broken. Very broken. And why, why I played. I tried. Well, exactly. It's a good question. <laughs> Very good question. Everyone's asking that right now. So. Oh, they're making people pay for that? Yeah. Well, they're, they they're having to redo re- make refunds. Oh, because it's that bad? Yes. I tried. Oh, wow. So, in between the last what podcast happened? and this one, I said I hadn't experienced many glitches and bugs or anything except mission issues. Yeah. Since then, my PS4 has crashed twice. Oh, wow. Within 90 minutes. And I said, I'm done. I'm not playing the game until I get the next-gen system that can actually yeah. handle the game. Uh, oh, it is was that a problem? It was false advertisement by the company that says your base models will be able to play oh, it. Oh, but it's not. They're not capable, and the game is just naturally glitchy uh, and ha- is full of issues to begin with. Uh, mm-hmm. And Kay has had issues. Joey on his play so on what? his on do his you, computer. Do you, hand, do you get back the the game? Can you even get your money back on the game? Yes, you can. Okay, right. you can. Right. Okay. So I have an update since last time we talked about this on the podcast from my experience now with Cyberpunk. <laughs> so they just a couple days ago had a hot fix patch come out. Mm. Like, oh boy, this pit, this patch apparently is supposed to fix some of the visuals. It did. The graininess is the little grain filter was over everything is gone. It looks a lot nicer when you stand still. It does. <laughs> um, since that hot fix, my game has crashed more than it has prior. And when I'm driving really fast, the street doesn't pop in properly. So I'm just driving on air with cars oh, kind of there. No. That's happened several times where I've had to slow down so that it doesn't continue to happen and crash my system. That has happened more than once. 
more frequently than I'd like. So the hotfix kind of fucked up my version of the game that wasn't already ha- wasn't having as many issues beforehand. Thanks, CD Projekt Red. Wow. And what's funny is this is a, this Jay, is another Jay, game. You can't give back the game. I have debated. I have debated on it, but I've enjoyed the game itself, and so I'm hope I'm holding out that they're gonna fix it. I mean, well, here's the thing. I'm sure it will be fixed. Not on your game. Not on the game but, you got. But I actually sent the game back. Yeah. Right. I gave my copy back, and. They actually gave me a discounted copy, so they basically gave me $30 back. Because what happened, what's happening now is everyone's giving the game back, and then you can just get a discounted copy to keep your game. So I was given the option that instead of giving your game up, how about we just give you $40 back? How much did it cost you? 60 so I got the game for $20. But so you now, don't have the game. I do have the game. It's over there. Oh, so you got the shitty game plus 40 bucks. That'll work. Right. So now I'm just waiting until the game's fixed and I can play it again. Uh-huh. Are they going right, to... See, I got a digital, so I don't have that so option. So he got a digital. I, I got a physical oh. copy. So I just, got, oh. I just gave the physical oh, okay. copy back. And they're just like, well, this is how much it's selling for now. You want it? <laughs> Here's $40. Oh. It's so with me, I oh. I can get it back, I can return it, but then I gotta buy it again when it comes out for full price if it doesn't drop by then. So that's also why I have not given it up because if they fix it, I don't want to have to rebuy the game. Right. I already have it. If they fix it, they fix it. If they don't, well, I, I mean, I've wasted war money on terrible games without realizing it before. <laughs> right. Well, this also I mean, contributes okay. to my constant argument of why you want to buy physical games. Mm-hmm. Is for those reasons. Mm-hmm. If the game's shitty, then it depreciates super fast, mm-hmm. and you can get your money back. Uh, sort, of. A, a sort of right. And GameStop is actually offering if you bring the game back in an X amount of time, mm-hmm. you get full price for it back. Mm-hmm. But they, but because it's doing so poorly, mm-hmm. that they have to sell it for less. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's working out. So yeah, Cyberpunk is another game that fell into a different sort of Last of Us 2 category where the critics praised it 9 out of 10s across the oh, board. Wow. But it's this glitch mess that crashes wow. and, and you're like, okay, so the story's fun, the game is fun, but it doesn't work half the time. Right. I, like, I'm loving the story, the world, the gameplay. I just... The, the bugs, they just gotta fix the bugs. I've, I've seen and been told that a PS5 copy uh, works much better because it just powers through a lot of the, the bugs and crashes. You'll still get gameplay bugs because those are persistent within sure. the game. But it, it just kind of bulls through the crashes, which leads to itself more to the, the, the correct theory at this point. That the disc says PS4, but haha, it's actually a PS5 game. We lied to you. Um, please don't sue us, investors, for lying to you. Please don't be mad, people. <laughs> That's we kind promised of what it's, a good game. Kind of what it's come down to. Uh, so, Last of Us, the two most, I, I would say two of the three most anticipated games of the year. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Last of Us 2, and Cyberpunk. Only one of those came through, and ironically, it's Square Enix. 
I know it's hilarious. Say what you want about the story. I've seen people not like the story. I loved it, by the way. There's someone who's into the lore. I loved it. But um, out of the three games, you would expect Square Enix's to be probably on the crappier end of that, and CD Projects to be on the better end, given the reputation of the two. And uh, it's funny how that flip flopped. Don't tell Square that because they might get a big head, and the next game might be buggy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let's uh let's jump right into it finally. Our games of the year. So mom of our hey. S tier games. Doom Eternal, I don't believe you have experience with. And Hades, uh you forgot, but you do you did play play Final Fantasy VII Remake and Ghost of Tsushima. So I'll let you go first. One through four. Uh 13 Sentinels you you didn't have ex experience with, so that'll be your default four. Okay. So <laughs> I guess it comes I, I guess it comes down to Ghost of Tsushima and Final Fantasy VII. And uh what what which one did you like more? Did you like the samurai game or the super sci-fi sword fighting game? I like I like Ghost of Ghost of Tsushima. Mm -hmm. Why exactly? What what drew you in more than the well, sci-fi like one? The, I, I just like the fantasy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> you can't keep going. I can't keep going. What about like the gameplay, the story, the colors? How long ago was that? July. July. Yeah. Where are my notes at this point? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So she's made her decision. It goes Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy on default, and she's defaulted yeah. she's defaulted Hades and Doom Eternal, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You're up, sir. Do you so, need me to because... uh copy and paste re re recopy paste these to you? Um I think I have by list the, the the five I did in front of me, but I remember the S tier ones, the ones you listed. Okay. Um. So because of the rule, I can't put seven remake number one. Correct. Correct. Okay. So I will go thirteen Sentinels. Um. My reason? Great game. This the story I think is what gets this game. That's why I'm kind of big on not seeing spoilers, and anyone who plays this should avoid spoilers, and I don't want to say any spoilers. Uh, because the story and how it unfolds is so ridiculously done, so crazily, and it's done so well and laid out for you so well that once you play through each route, you start piecing things together. And the more you piece things together, the more you get this bigger, shocking revelation of parts of the world. If there's stuff that happens in the game, and you have to put the, I had to put the controller down. I was like, holy, I gotta process that. Because a character says something, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what happened? That way, that does that mean that this happens? This and where this happened when? And like you start piecing things together in such a way that like each revelation is kind of like a, a good twist in a story. It's, it's it's very well done. It's all I can say. I mean, the game, the the uh, sort of strategy gameplay of the part of it's pretty not hard. Depending on what difficulty you're on, it's pretty easy. I think that's the sort of the part of the game that isn't as important, even if you need it for progression. 
the story itself is a masterclass in storytelling so far. I've not had a, I've not played a game that's told its story in this kind of way, and it has so much ridiculous things go on, but still make it coherent and very well done. And uh, number two would be Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, as of this, I have not beaten the game, but I have played far enough in the game to know that I really, really like it. Um, the sword gameplay is very fun. The way you can vary up how you approach and encounter enemies is also very fun. I like how you... So there's some issues that force you into stealth, but most of them you don't have to do stealth, from what I've experienced. You can just go in barreling in. It makes it more difficult, but it's an experience you can still do. As well as your rank up thing, it changes what it calls you depending on the route you take. Or silent and, and sassany, it'll start saying you're the ghost of this or the silent assassin of this every time you rank up. If you just go through samurai hacking and slashing, uh, it'll have a different set of rank up things for you. As well as I think different stats rank up as well because of it. It's, it's good. The story is really good. It's kind of your basic revenge story, I think, but it's still really well done, really well told. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. side characters also help flesh out a lot of things and make the world more interesting. Mm. Uh, I also like the foxes. The fox is kind of cool. It's good foxes. <laughs> Some good foxes there. <laughs> uh, give me, and then I have uh, Animal Crossing next. Surprising. Uh, I like Animal Crossing a lot. Um, I haven't played it in a while, which is probably not a good thing, but. What I did play of it, and when I did play it, it hit me at the right time, as it did probably for a lot of people. And it's one of those games that had it had they still not kept the uh, the town villagers giving you crap for sending so much time away from the game, I'd want to go back to more frequently just for downtime to wind down. And it was a very good, like chill, sort of enjoy the game sort of thing, kind of helped relax and unwind kind of game. And it's very rare that games do that for me. Mm-hmm. It's very that I go to game. I go to any video games medium to sort of relax because most of the games I play aren't relaxing. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that I'm able to go to this and relax and feel at ease and just enjoy my time, there's no pressure to get certain things done, uh, stuff like that. It was very enjoyable. Exactly um, on Twitch, and then I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, I believe that so. was heavily played on people- Twitch. Yeah. Okay. That was a yeah, that was, was a game you had an S rank tier yourself, Mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, the one that, that um... on an island, you're like an animal, you're a human with a bunch of animal friends, sort of building a house. You're going oh, collecting oh, things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a very relaxing game, mm-hmm. and I played I played I think every Animal Crossing game since the DS one. And each of them have sort of brought that experience. The only downside has always been whenever I put it down for a significant amount of time, it makes it hard to want to go back to it because when you go back to it, either villagers have left looking at crap for staying away for too long. <laughs> that, that's a mechanic I wish they would just get rid of. Uh-huh, I don't think it's uh-huh. necessary. It makes it hard for people to want to get back into the game after spending time away from it. Life happens. You can't just play the game all the time. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're get right. with the times, Nintendo. Get with the times. Yeah, you're right. You need a break. Um, right, right. Like I, I put it down for a long period of time because I started getting busy with work, and sure. then I couldn't. I, I can't. I don't want to play it now. I don't get my villagers leave and give me crap because they left because I didn't stay around too long. Uh huh. Not cool. I don't like that. Um, yeah. but so because I can't put Final Fantasy VII there, I have to put it at number five. So number four is Doom Eternal. 
Yeah. I played Doom Eternal. I wasn't overly fond of Doom Eternal. I liked the music. I liked some of the gameplay. I hated the platforming. I loathe the platforming. With the, it made yeah, me stop I'm, I'm, with the you, I'm with you on that one. I so I had a friend give it to me to play, right? Because I didn't want to buy it. Because I I, I just beaten the first one, and I didn't want to spend more money on another Doom game if I was gonna like it or not. But he let me borrow it, and I played it, and I gave it back to him the next day. <laughs> the platforming kills this game for me. I hate first person platforming. It's the worst. Um, I have like a weird sort of. It's not vertigo, but it's like I have this um, motion sickness thing for me. Uh-huh. That if, I, if things are in a certain way for too frequently, uh, I start getting a little dizzy and a little nauseous. Oh, wow. This game, this game does that way too often. Wow. I hate first-person platforming. I hate the fact that it's mandatory. <laughs> that you can't. And you can't and you, there's so much of it that it's so bad. It ruined this game for me. Huh. I can't stand the platforming. If they just took that out of the game, I'd enjoy it a lot more. Uh-huh. But the platforming just kills this game, and there's so much of it. Are there games out there that so that much can platforming? That? So you can be your your own person, or you can. There are games that are that that exist in third and first person that you can change yeah. between. Yes, okay, that do exist. This is not one of those. This, this is, is not, is one, not of those. one of them. Yeah, does it give? That you was actually a major complaint I have. Uh huh. Because I very much like games that play in the third person over first person. Yeah. Uh, people are vice versa. K is obviously on the same side I am, where when you're platforming first person, the issue is you don't know, like, your plane of existence where you're jumping. Mm-hmm. And it, it things move too fast, and uh, you just don't really have a feel for where you are. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I feel. Yeah. However, I, I will flip that around. When I play VR, I do feel that because I'm in VR. Mm-hmm. Right? When right. I'm jumping, I'm fucking there. <laughs> right. 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 And so, uh, a good comparison for me would be uh, a, a first person game I'm playing right now. The VR either. Oh, no. He, from his I, description, it sounds VR. like he'd get sick. Yes. Yeah. Can I try I your beer? Get sick. Wow. No, you can't. Why not? So, uh, a good so my thing mom for me has to... this uh, milk stout beer I'm going to try right now on the podcast. Oh. Was it left hand? Not the right hand? No. The wrong hand. Right hand. Wire hangers? <laughs> okay. Sorry to interrupt. Mm. No, no, you're good. Not a lot of head on that. No. Mm-mm. No, uh, it's very um, heavy. Very heavy. But it's not a Guinness either. It actually tastes kind of light. It, it does. It's not a, he- it has a, it a has heavy a, It has a heavy so. back end, yeah. but not a front end. No. I think uh, Guinness is heavier. Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Guinness has some head, has some froth to yep. it. Red Leaf Beer Cast is brought to you by... Milk Stout Beer. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> From uh, Left Hand Brewing Company, Nitro. Milk Stout Nitro. Oh, Nitro. America's, okay, that explains it. America Stout. Left hand? Isn't that prejudice against right-handed people? How dare they? That's what I was saying. See, I, earlier I was so, drinking uh, Definitive Brewing Company's Entity Triple IPA. So, and brought quite to you a by. name. <laughs> there you go. My, now my beer is described as super smooth, 
with soft roastness and mocha notes. Mocha. Ah, oh, I do. I do taste mocha. that. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Ingredients so that's what that was. are Rocky Mountain water, malted barley. Rocky Mountain water. It has lactose. Shouldn't be drank. Flaked. Oats. What Missouri water isn't Hops good enough? It has to be Rocky Mountain. What about the Appalachian Mountains? I can't believe. I can't believe. It must be the. Rocky I'm Mountain not gonna lie. Water. I don't understand how any of this makes a difference in beer. But I'm not that much of an alcohol connoisseur. I just drink to get drunk sometimes. That's it. I can't believe we've resorted to Rocky Mountain water. Just because I was born in the Rocky Mountains doesn't mean I need to resort to this kind of beer. So. Oh boy, you don't want to hear the beer I've drunk then. This, this left-hand brewing is employee-owned and righteously independent. I feel like we're doing an ad that Righteous. we're not being paid for. Righteously independent. So righteous, man. That beer's righteous. All right. So. All right. Where were we? Um. Even with so, even without me going over my favorites, we have our top six decided. Okay, go. So, our top six. Number one. Number one is Ghost of Tsushima. Wait, you're supposed to go ten, nine, eight. Yeah, we're going one through six, and then we'll figure out the rest. <laughs> all right. We're, 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 look, mom, I'm not a conformist like all these other gaming podcasts out there. All right. And you're a righteous wine. rebel, man. Right. Rebel, we're doing one through six, drinking and then we'll figure out the rest. I'm drinking, I yeah, we're drinking IPA. fucking milk stout over here. Come on. Jesus. So bad, I couldn't talk about Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> what are you drinking, Kay? Uh, water. Water. Oh, man, did you spike of it with cocaine? Of the bottled variety. <laughs> you didn't spike what? it with cocaine? <laughs> what? You have uh, no, I'm not in water Miami. out okay. of a bottle? That, oh my god, uh, yes. you're adding to the the garbage? So that I, that you, I am. I hope you recycle that, at least. I mean, I guess I do. I stop recycling. That's right, that's part of the government's plan. To, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Number two is Hades. Thir uh, three is Thirteen Sentinels. Has a lot to do with UK. A lot to do with me. It's a great game. Four is Doom Eternal, because literally Jay was the only one that was really high on the game. I was high on it, but not for me. No, it's the first person thing platforming bothers me. It's just right. also so it, it, so it doesn't fast. have to do with the again? right. It, it doesn't have to do with the game's flaws. It's me as the player, so it's not rated as high. Does that make sense? Right. That makes perfect sense because that's how I look at it too. The, the right. gameplay's fun. The music is great. The story's kind of cool a little bit from what I was able to play of it, but the platforming kills me. And then five is Final, Final Fantasy VII Remake. More or less a game. default. Right? I love that, to that game position. a lot. Uh, I think a lot of us would have it in our top one or two. So It would be number one for me. If I could, if I could have it number one, I'd have it number one. Take that with the grain of salt. So, um, three out of five of these are heavy story based, and then two of these are very gameplay based. Mm -hmm. uh, I rate Hades so high because I was on kind of a big retrospective kick on the year 
right place, right time. I, I just wanted simple gameplay that was very addictive, very easy, and very intuitive uh, that had at least an interesting reason uh, for replay value. So Spelunky 2 was one of those games. However, it was a sequel. It had already come out. They had its baseline. Hades was a first of its kind made by a company that constantly makes new games in new genres every time. Oh, cool. I love Supergiant. Hmm. If I got the name wrong, then it's because I've been drinking. <laughs> There's one beer. That two? Oh. So that's my out. <laughs> if I make a mistake, that's, that's, you're, that's you're my not, out. You're not three drinks. You're not three drinks, JD, this time. 13 Sentinels, I did three play more. And Kay's absolutely right. The story is so engaging that the gameplay doesn't need to be deep. So it's almost the opposite of Hades, where the gameplay is so deep, but the story isn't. And in Hades' case, I think the store, the uh, the gameplay trumps the story of Thirteen Sentinels. Is that fair? Uh, I guess so. I mean, it depends on what you value the most. Sure. I I prefer stories more often than not, if I can. But it's also like a visual novel slash strategy game. Right, and that's where the, the, the gameplay kind so of goes a little bit lower. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so reiterate, Ghost of, Shishi, Ghost of Sushi, Hades, 13 Sentinels, Doom Eternal 4, Final Fantasy 7 Remake 5, 6, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, and it's not because it's Tetsuya Endo's finisher. <laughs> though it kind of might be, though, though, though that, is, that was factored in. It should be. So... Those are our games. Now, 7 through 10, we have to break down A-tier games. The ones that are left are Dreams, Desperados 3, Or I Will the Wisps, Streets of Rage 4, Pistol Whip, Fall Guys, Ultra Kill. We'll throw Yakuza Remastered Collection off because it's a collection of games from 2000. <laughs> So then I have only played one of these. And what is that one? Fall Guys. Is Fall Guys worthy of 7 through 10 to you? No. It is very There's... popular. It was I mean, a cultural that... phenomenon type game. It was for like a month. And then it died once it became not free to play on PlayStation. On PlayStation. You had to buy the game and Among Us happened. You're not and, wrong. So and and I've looked up stuff on this because when you when you sent me that list, I was very curious. What's going on with Fall Guys? Uh the community doesn't entirely like it because the developers are very lazy mm. and don't put enough new stuff in the game to keep it engaging, and so they don't come back to it as frequently. So because of that, I don't think it should even be on the list. A game that was popular for a month shouldn't be on any list. I don't disagree with this actually. And I really, I really, I really like Fall Guys too. However, after I play it for a night, Uh I'm kind of done with it. Uh And a game that has phantasmophobia is like that a lot with me. Among Us is like that with me. As these are no doubt popular games, they don't have that stain power 
longer than their existence. Does that make sense? So a lot of them are popular because of streamers. They're better stream watcher game. Like if you watch your favorite streamer play, oh, it's yes, more they're fun. Absolutely hysterical doing it that way. Mm-hmm. But absolutely. playing it solo isn't fun. But playing it solo with friends makes it a little bit more fun like we did in the chats and everything mm-hmm. but if you play it by yourself it's not fun at all the game's just boring it's tedious you keep hit the queue you, you lose you hit the queue again you lose you hit the queue it's not a fun game it's not something i'd go back to at any point so we have dreams desperados 3 or i streets of rage pistol whip ultra kill we have to knock out two of these i didn't see dreams you played Dreams, you played Ori, and Streets of Rage. Those are yours, Mom. Now, I, I like Streets of Rage. I didn't play 4, though, but I have played past Streets of Rage games. So if it's anything, if it's anything like the good ones, it should stay. They are, and I, I would say Streets of Rage 4 is Friends extremely... weird. I would say it's extremely faithful. Dreams was very weird, but it's a make-your-own-game, and I think they did very well with it. If I, if I was having my vote, that's my 7. Ori is 8. Streets of Rage, 9. And Desperados, 310. So if none of you guys yeah. played the VR game, we can safely knock that off. Uh, yes, I cannot play VR. So, as much as I love Pistol Whip and how great that was, I think that was VR game of the year. Oh, or I that was another. Yeah, that was the the fantasy platformer with the bunny. Yeah, the bunny rat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a very pretty looking game. Not yeah, gonna lie, it looks yeah, very pretty. Was, and what's the other one? Uh, Dreams. One? You remember? Yeah, that was the make that, make that, yourself that, game. And what's the other one? Streets of Rage. That was the uh, the beat 'em up left to right game. So, um, Ultra Kill came on the, came on the year late. None of us played it but me. I I really spoke highly of it. I I gave it a good uh, platform. I think we can knock that off too. Oh, unfortunately, that was that bloody. Yes, that was the bloody. Yes, that yes. was the the, the better Doom. Yeah. Uh, inspired game. It was yeah. the better Doom inspired game. Uh, Streets of Rage was the beat 'em up bloody mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I mean, it's I can I haven't got a chance to play it. I've been meaning to because oh, I like Streets to. of Rage. Uh, it's very rare that you find a good beat 'em up these days. That River City Girls are the two games I've heard uh, praised as, as terms of beat 'em ups, and I've played River City Girls. So Streets of Rage is exceptionally better than River City Girls. I can assure you. Ooh, because I'm really liking River City Girls. I have it on the Switch. It's one of the best on-the-go games I've I played. I would say Streets of Rage would be seven. Mom says Streets of Rage. I say Streets of Rage. K. Streets of Rage. Do you go with us? Yeah, yeah, why not? Streets of Rage number seven. There we go. So that leaves us with... Dreams, Desperados 3, and Ori. I will say this right now, as a heavy Desperados 3 fan, that's 10 tops. I do really love the game. It was one of my favorite of the year. But with the heavy camera controls, limited gameplay, 
and it being a heavy puzzle feature game, mm -hmm. I do not see it as higher than what Dreams and Ori were able to accomplish from a so, unbiased perspective. Then you have Dreams, I mean... I have, have Desperados 10. Yeah. And since you guys didn't play it, do you agree with my assessment of Go this? Go ahead. Make sure. All right. Um, I, I have I have a argument coming in for Ori. Um, so my girlfriend has messaged me from the other room because she doesn't want to be on mic. She played Ori. I forgot she played Ori because she played on the Xbox. Bring her on, she Kay. Liked... She don't want to be on. Oh, Bring no, her on. on. Come on, my mom's no. on the podcast. No, she doesn't want to be on. <laughs> she specifically messaged me saying, "Don't let them bit me beyond." Oh. I just wanted to make an Ori because she can alone. hear me from the room. Can hear me from the room. She she doesn't want to be on mic. So <laughs> I, I will I will read off what she has messaged me okay. because she does not want to come on. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Get her opinion on here. It's beautiful. It's emotional. It takes what the first game did and somehow makes it even better. I can't see how this isn't a game of the year. If it's not, then you all suck anyways. <laughs> and yet she's a coward for not coming on mic for saying such a thing. Uh, she, listen, she's not gonna come on. <laughs> she, she, there's a rule, there, there's a rule that I have to mute myself whenever she comes in to talk to me. She doesn't want to be on mic ever. So that that's that's a thing with her. I'm not even gonna try to argue with it. So mom says Ori dreams I'm eight or a nine. Oh no, my girlfriend might be bad. <laughs> I mean, it's still she's making our Ori. top ten. It's still making our top ten, no matter what. At this point. Right, I didn't play Ori for the for the record. She Did she you played play the it first she liked one. It. Uh, I've seen her play the first one. She likes Ori. I forgot she played the second it's one. Actually, exactly the same thing, except the second one has heavier face to face combat more than platforming. Right. Well, according to her, it takes everything from the first game and makes it better. So I'm just going to take her word for it. Okay. Well. <sighs> I'm going to go with Ori. Yeah. That's three, to, that's, that's three out of four. That's a Ori over Dreams. I love Dreams. They added the VR feature, but... And this is kind of a big reason why I'm putting Ori over is... The developer said Ori was a complete game upon release. Dreams was pushed back a number of times... And we were promised VR upon release. And that was a big selling point for me as a VR owner. So they did not come through on that. They did come through with it within the year. But at that point, it was too late, I feel, for what they had promised. So this is kind of a cyberpunk situation for false advertising for the game. And I All take right. that very seriously as a consumer. So Ori 8, Ori Dreams, 8 9. Dreams 9, and we have our top 10. So, Huzzah. 10 is Desperados 3, 9 is Dreams, 8 is Ori, Will of the Wisps, 7, Streets of Rage 4, 6, Animal Crossing New Horizons, 5, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, 4, Doom Eternal, 3, 13 Sentinels, probably the surprise of the podcast, 2, Hades, and 1 is Ghost of Tsushima Gets Our Game of the Year Awards. This has been the Red Leaf Retrocast 2020 Game of the Year edition. I hope everyone enjoyed. And we'll see you on the Patreon for future gaming 
Reviews of the Modern Era. See ya. See ya.